Hello, I'm Alex Zirkus, and welcome to the first episode of Capture, a podcast where I talk with artists to discuss their craft and how it affects their daily life. Today, I talk with Michael Saviello, a New York City artist who was recently mentioned in a New York Times article. He uses a vibrant and colorful palette of acrylic paint that is applied in five to six layers onto a large canvas. His story is very compelling, so let's get talking. Thanks for uh, taking the time to be on the podcast and stuff. I really. I'm painting right now, so I'll be painting while you're talking. Okay. I'm ready. I'm good. Okay, let's get started. Yeah. My first question really was, how the Big Mike name came around. Well, the Big, like, Big Mike is uh, when I first started working there, almost uh, 40 years ago. Uh, it was to be a. It was a Mike here already that used to cut air, so. They differentiate from me and him. They used to call me, call me Big Mike. But that was kind of my nickname all the time anyway, before I came here. So, yeah, that kind of leads into my next question about Aster. So, like, you started working there a while ago, obviously. But right. what's the story behind how you got there? How I got to work here? Yeah. Uh, that's a funny story. I, I, uh, I went to college. I graduated at Rutgers University in the business administration. And, uh... After I graduated, I used to work in a bar, and they had a they had concession food. I, I used to love to do food, so I did that for a couple of years. I took over the kitchen, and uh, did good, but there was too much work. So then I stopped doing that after a couple of years after I graduated. I, I just came home one day, and uh, my godfather was there, and uh, he was at the house having coffee with my father. And uh, he goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I'm going to look for a job now. He goes, you come with me tomorrow, I'll pick you up at 6 o'clock. So he picked me up at 6 o'clock, I come over here, it was a crazy house. At the time, it, it, this is when Aston Place just started getting real big. And there was a big line outside, it was like 40, 50 people outside at 9 o'clock in the morning waiting to get haircuts. And uh, so I just was just helping out and everything. And uh, one thing led to another, and I wound up staying there. <laughs> I love the place, and the place was exciting, and uh, they liked me working here, so... I came to work. I only told him I came to work for two weeks, and next thing I know, I'm here for uh, 37 years. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a, it's a crazy place. We got like 60 chairs. We used to have three floors. Now we just got one big floor in the basement. And we have all 60 people down there, so it's just a madhouse. You know, people coming in, so I just manage everything. Give customs out, make sure everything's running well, you know? So yeah. that's what I do. So I actually first... I, I didn't hear of you until the New York Times article came out, um, and I got a notification because, you know, I'm always looking for artists like you to gotcha. discover more about, and I got that notification, but I heard about Aster through the Casey Neistat video of him going and getting his hair done there, and I knew I wanted to go there for sure. I was like, this place looks like exactly the place that I should go with my dad. He loves old barbershops. Oh, yeah, cool. That's Next time good. I'm in New York, so. Yes, yes. Definitely going to come by. But yeah. I, I know you mentioned the author and stockbroker that told you about his book and how that inspired you. Yeah, that kind of, you know. Well, I always knew I could paint, right, ever since I was a little kid. 
And uh, but you know, life gets in the way. I played football. I, I and uh, was, that was my main interest when I was growing up. I went to college, and uh, I didn't take art. I just wanted to be, a, you know, get a regular job. You know, my father would always say, "Well, you want to be an artist, or you want to be a." But you want to be broke like you want a job you want to be so he told me that so then uh, I graduated college I got a job I came here and I started working here but when I started working here I like I obviously tons of artists come to in here especially being in the village and a lot of famous artists yeah I mean I met Keith Haring I met Andy Wall and Francesco Clemente and uh, uh, all these guys and I'm looking at you know and I'm and I used to see that stuff, and I'm like, damn, that's that's I could do that. That's so easy, you know. But all these years went by, and I never, you know, I never did it. Then, like, you know, now my kids are all grown up; they're in college. It's me and my wife by ourselves, and it's a little, little more or less intense at home, and I got more time. And uh, I said, I'm going to start painting. I always knew I could do it. And I always had a picture of my wife I wanted to do. And uh, yeah really what connected and made me really want to have you on the show was your painting of you protecting your wife and the lion and the lamb and it was just so incredible I thought because you know you have all those artists now that throw no meaning behind their art and they just want the money and they want the fame you know what I mean but you with you you can see that you're putting emotion behind it and you really care about your work, so. Yes, so that's, yeah, I mean, that, that, so the main reason, I, so I, want, I wanted to paint, I wanted to do that painting in my life. And I, I was gonna actually start that five years ago. And I, I actually, you know, bought the paint and and I went to buy a, a canvas, it was like $150 the size I want. I said, oh my God, I'm not dropping $150 on a canvas right now. You know, money was tight, yeah. and I was like, so that's five years ago. Fast forward now, two and a half years ago, my man Ralphie, I knew for ever since I started working here, is exact same age as me. Got kids, the whole thing, you know. Stockbroker, well off, you know. And he comes and he says, "Man, I just wrote this book," and he showed me the book. And next thing you know, it was like he became the top. He was the top two hundred influential authors for the year. And he was like number forty-three. I said, "Ralphie, that's fucking crazy." But when do you find time to write a book? Because well, you know, yeah, with the kids and everything, his kids are smaller than mine. They're still in the house. So he goes, well, I wake up one in the morning and I start writing till three, four in the morning. I just write every, that's the only time he can write is nobody's bothering him is one, two o'clock in the morning. I said, damn, that's something, that's amazing, Rafa. I'm so proud of you. And then I started thinking to myself, you know what? This fucking guy just wrote a book. That's, I think, a million times more harder than painting. <laughs> for me, painting is, I think, second nature. You know, I guess writing for him is... And I said, you know what? He found time at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. So I finished work here at 10, and I was going to paint. And I came back here after I found the canvas, the whole story. I found this big canvas outside. The same week I decided that Ralphie told me, I go outside to ask the place, and it was this big canvas, maybe 6 feet by 6 feet. On, on Leaning on the wall, I had a unicorn spray paint on it. said, free. I said, this is a fucking sign now. This is a sign. I'm going to have to, uh, sorry for cursing. <laughs> I said, this That's is a sign, I'm going to start So I took the canvas down here, and then, uh, you know, then I, I was inspired by him. He said, just, you know, I said, I'm going to paint after work. I finished work at 10 o'clock at night here. I went back there, started, you know, I was so tired. I said, this is not working out. The next day, I came back lunchtime, and that's when I started painting. And I got, like, one hour to myself. I'm actually at lunch right now. I sent you the picture. 
So this is my studio back here. I just come back here and I just start painting. And uh, and that was two and a half years ago. And I only paint my lunchtime. I really, I, I, you know, I still don't have all the time to paint. So I just do all my stuff at lunchtime back here. One hour I paint. So that's what I'm doing right now. So that's the, that was his inspiration. My man Ralph, who wrote a book, was called Bishop's War. And uh, he inspired me to start, yes. If I were to go to anyone I work for and say, I want to open, I want to take one of your rooms in this building and turn it into my paint studio, they would think I was insane. How'd you go about that? <laughs> well, it was, yeah, really, I didn't say anything. <laughs> it was, we have like a, it's not even a room, it's like a hallway, you know? That's in the back of our, yeah. it's like, and we, we have, an, we have a, like a handyman here and he, 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 he does all his stuff back here. So he has a room back here with all his tools and everything. And it's just a hallway going back there, but it, it, it's like in a closed area. So it's a long hallway. If I, you see the picture I sent you. Yeah. Uh, I just started to come back here and I, I just put my, I just put the canvas on a thing and I started painting. I didn't even have an easel. I just put it on a piece of wood. And I, I just started painting. Now, you know, I did my first painting, and I just, and I stayed back here, and then, like, I had no place to, you know, after I finished the painting, I just hung them over the wall back here. So then everybody's coming back in, you know, and then, you know, weeks go by, and more and more paintings go on the wall, and, and more and more people started coming, and uh, so now I got about maybe 20, 30 paintings on the wall, so... That's how I did. I didn't really ask, but you know they really don't. I've been here thirty, you know, almost forty years, so they really don't say anything. It's not bothering nobody, <laughs> and uh, so that's how it. I didn't really ask. Tell you the truth, I just came it's, back here and started painting. So cool to have, like you know, like I've seen so many people they leave their work to go do something like this, and it was interesting to see because uh, I've watched that short film about you, the Big Mike Tanks lunch right. short film like three times now and you go back there and it's just like oh well he's still at work but then you see you open the door and you see all these paintings and one thing that I really noticed was those really bright vibrant colors that you use in your paintings and I was wondering like what led you to use those or what leads you to use those colors you know so I love art I, I, when I was a little kid, I used to go to Italy all the time. My family's there, and I, I used to go every summer, and I would see all the great art in Italy. Basically, in all, all the churches I went to, was all this art, and I loved it, you know. And mm-hmm. I like, you know, I like, I like the realism stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I go to go also go to museums and stuff, and I and I see, a, and everything I notice when I see painting, I said, man, I wish, like, I see it, and I said, man, I'm going to do that. But I'm gonna put a lot more color in it. It's not enough color, you know. That was that's I guess what I was to look at stuff, especially old paintings, and I was like, man, they just need more color, more texture, more to you know to make it pop, to bring it out there, you know. So that's why I always wanted to. So then when I started painting, and I, you know, I, I'm very influenced, obviously, by Van Gogh and by Klimt and the colors and the texture and you know the way they use the material and stuff with the gold and, and it just made me like i said yeah, that, if i'm gonna paint that's what i want to paint that you know i love primary colors so i just love putting primary colors together that's basically where I, what i do and i don't mix the paint on the palette 
I mix the paint on the canvas. So I would put like if I if I want to make a different color, I put a bunch. I just dab my paintbrush into each of those colors and mix it on the canvas. I I don't mix on the palette. So Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. That's yeah. interesting. So that's, I've never heard of anyone who's done that, but now that I think of it, like that gives you a nice blend between the colors on the right. canvas and stuff. Right, because when I want to put the colors, I want I want the colors to blend on the canvas. And if you do it on the palette, then when you put it back on the canvas, it's not is you don't see the different blends of color in there. You know, it, it's like second generation on the, on the canvas, and it's just more mixed together. I don't want that. I don't want the colors mixed into one color. If I put three colors on my brush, I want those three colors on my on my canvas when I when I paint. Yeah. I want them to mix, but not mix mix. I want them to be all together. Right. So you were in the New York Times and the London Times. Um, right. How did that whole thing come about of being so widely publicized, and what was it like as a smaller artist in the way like you're not mass producing and things like that? Um, what was it like being picked up so early in your art career? To me, it's just insane to tell you the truth. You know. It's, it's, it's obviously where, where, I, where I am. I mean, this barbershop is a who's who of everybody comes into this right. shop. So it is Hollywood, there's politicians, there's movie people, there's artists. And I've been here for 37 years, and, I, and I'm at the front door. The first guy they see is me. So I talk to all these people, you know? I become friends with them. But we don't treat them as celebrity. We treat them as... As people. customers, yeah. as human beings, that's why I treat them people, you know, I talk to them, like, about whatever they do, you know, if, you know, and we just talk, like normal people, so, you know, when, when I started doing the art, uh, the barbers would, like, say, oh, man, you gotta see Mike's painting in the back, and then they come <laughs> back here, and then we just have another conversation, like, every, man, I didn't know you were doing this, and so I didn't know I was doing this, I just started, you know, so, but it, I guess it, it all started out when uh, Nick made the movie. New York Miko. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's a big influencer, you know? And he's been a customer of ours ever since he was a little kid. <laughs> so I know him ever since he was a little kid. And I, you know, I started, he's doing this Instagram thing, and I was like, I think that's crazy, you know? You got a lot of followers, and, and uh, you know, Instagram was new then, too. So, like, this is pretty crazy, Nick, you know? I wasn't on Instagram. I, I went on Instagram because of him. I just thought, you know, just wanted to see what he was doing. And then, like he's, he actually started. Started. He saw me doing my first painting, and uh, when I did my wife's, I did two of my wife. Then I started doing a biggie because the guy that yeah. the, the works there says, "No, do biggie. Everybody loves biggie." Because I didn't right, know. Right. He says, "What am I gonna paint?" He goes, "Paint biggie. Everybody loves biggie." So I didn't know exactly. too much about biggie, but I know I know about that the famous you know with the crown, the picture, mm-hmm. and uh, so I did it. And I, and I, Everybody went crazy. Like all the kids, they said that's a meal. We put it outside in the shop, and everyone was going. Yeah, that's that. one of my favorites. Yeah, um, and I think years. that was like one of my first ones I did it, and it was one of my favorites too. And so we did a we did a raffle here. We spent like <laughs> like everybody won, you know. But so we did a so he said let's do a raffle. We did like five dollars a ticket, and uh, we got up to like five hundred dollars I think, and then we raffled it off. And actually, some lady was a who came to visit a friend from New York from California. She bought five raffle tickets and she won it. So that actually that painting is hanging in Hollywood, California. Right? She, works, <laughs> she works for a big law firm on Hollywood Boulevard, believe it or not. 
I was starting to wonder where that painting was actually because I know you had it before and I was scrolling through your Instagram and I saw that you had the painting and then all of a sudden you had the jacket with the painting on the back of it. Right, I did a jacket after that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the jacket came to be like, uh, well, after the movie came out, we did a premiere. And uh, we, so the guy in the gallery, that was an artist that I didn't know he owned the gallery. He was an artist here. And he's a very uh, famous artist. His grandfather and father are famous artists too. Gilio Perez III. And that's the gallery that I'm in is ESP Galleries mm-hmm. in Kelsey. So that's, he's the owner of that gallery. He's a co-owner with two other people. And uh, so when I did the show there, I wanted my wife to feel happy and I painted a shirt for my wife on my shirt and I wore that at the gallery so then Nick saw that and then Nick bought me a jacket I painted a jacket for him and everybody went crazy and I said oh I better I'm gonna do big I had, I had a then I said I had a denim jacket of my own so I said oh I'm gonna paint Biggie on it so I'm gonna wear it let everybody see it out there and everyone went crazy with that jacket too so every time I wear it everybody goes crazy so that's that's why I painted that jacket so I was wondering what your favorite experience was. Like, you know, you, you've been talking about how many celebrities and how many artists you have come in. And was there one that you really, like, looked up to before they came in or one that really excited you when they came? Uh, I like all the, you know, the, the, the most influential artists that, uh, that the kind of style I saw was Francesco Clemente. And uh, he comes here all the time, and I saw his stuff, and he kind of like, uh, he does, you know, portraits and stuff, so I wanted to start doing portraits too, so I like, I watched his stuff, and I saw it, but you know, as, as an artist I know, he was probably the most influential artist that I know, personally, that I followed, that I looked at his stuff, but you know, but still my stuff's a little different than his. But I like the way he did portraits, and I learned. I'm just watching him and knowing him in person and talking to him. You know, I learned I learned a, uh, probably a lot just how to carry yourself as an artist, and uh, you know, see what real artists how they how they talk about their stuff and everything. He came back here a couple of times, and I always ask him questions, and he says, "You do what you want to do. You're doing great, no matter what. It looks good. So just keep doing what you're doing." He said. So I've so noticed. Yeah. So he'd probably be the most influential artist I know personally, yes. So I've noticed that a lot of your paintings, or especially your newer ones, have a very thick paint on the canvas. Are you using oils or are those acrylics? I only use acrylic. Okay. I was wondering because I know you're painting with your wife uh, right. portrayed with you is an acrylic. Right. But I wasn't sure if um, the others... Yeah, I like ones. acrylic because it dries fast. So the way I paint, I need it to dry fast because I go... I, 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 I paint fast. I don't paint slow. When I, I think about what I'm going to do, and then I just go with it, you know? I don't really mm-hmm. waste no time. I, I, if I get in the groove, I could do it like a lot on a painting. I do, you know... I just keep going with it, you know, I just go. So I need the fast drying because when I start on one end of the canvas, I'll go to the other end of the canvas, but then when I come back to the other end, it's kind of dry. So I could, I could, you know, tweak it a little bit and do So acrylic works, works good for me that way. So I did a lot of 
like looking around to see the things that you've been doing and I did notice you don't really mention your process of how you paint a painting from start to finish so what is that process like for you process is well I don't have no live models and everything so right. I, I, I do everything off of, off of, off of pictures uh, just on my phone so I, I will do I'll, I'll look at a bunch of pictures on a subject. I don't really look for subjects mm-hmm. that I want to paint as as much as I look at pictures. That, and if I see something that really, I say, okay, that's this is this is, I could I want to do this. And I'll, I'll just do it. I don't I won't think about it. What 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 theme it is or what it, you know what, whatever you know. If I if I if a picture talks to me, I'm going to do it, no matter what the theme is. Mm-hmm. So that's you know. And then I just uh, I'll just get the canvas and I'll sketch it out with a pencil on, then I'll just trace it a little bit with a little black, uh, black, uh, paint and just outline a little bit. And then I, I just start painting, you know, I don't sweat the details too much. Mm-hmm. Even when I do a portrait, I'll just go with it, you know, and I'll deal with the details later. When, but when I first start, I, I, I just go with the form, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how, that's my process. And I, I put on thick layers of paint, and uh, well, first I just put, I just you know I didn't put the colors that I think will belong, and I just vaguely put them in there, you know, just like a regular painter would. On down, then I then I start with the thickness, and my my paintings are always layered on top of layer. My paintings probably maybe more than five to six to ten layers of paint on, on top of each other. That's how I build the paint up. So with every guest on this show, I do this thing called a 60-second rapid question like segment. Okay. And so, but they're not always the same. It's all this or this, and it's based off of what you do or where you live. Okay. So are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. New York pizza or hot dogs? Pizza. Oil or acrylic? Acrylic. Morning or evening? Morning. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Yankees or Mets? (sighs) Mets. The chocolate's a good choice right there. Yeah, I hate vanilla. I love chocolate. It's so funny, my wife hates chocolate and loves vanilla, so... (laughs) (laughs) the money just to live yeah so your paintings that must be I would I, you know I can't I don't that must be crazy you know yeah it and must be I'm, insane you know, I'm lucky that I have a make a good living my, you know my wife's a teacher and I'm so lucky to work everybody's jealous I have the space to paint you know because these you know people pay tons of money in New York City for studio space right you know I actually I met like maybe 30 40 artists and they actually come here and paint with me at lunchtime. That's cool. Yeah, so okay. people, you know, I so, get the wine out, and we all, you know, they bring their stuff, and they just sit back here and paint. We listen to music, you know? So yeah. That's, you know, and I got people who call me that want to paint with me all the time, you know? So that's pretty cool, you know? I, I think the best thing that happened out of all this, for me, is, you know, obviously some of the paintings was a big plus, but... You don't know how many how many uh, 
the New York Times article, New York, New York Nico, they had a Channel 5 News thing. Channel 11 News did a whole big, did two stories on me already. That's on my website. But That's ever cool. since that came out, you don't know how many letters and, and, and people writing me that they, I inspired them, which is crazy for me, you know? Yeah. I, I inspired so many, you know, I, I literally, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters I got. And, and you know, not letters, but texts and emails, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You inspired me, you know, thank you for doing it. You inspired me, it's not, you know, hashtag never too late, you know? Yeah. So that's very satisfying for me as a person, you know, that I'm inspiring other people <laughs> to do what they want, you know? Yeah. Not even, not even not painting, just even do something that they always wanted to do, you know? Yeah. And that's a whole, that's a really satisfying part of, if anything, does it come out of this or whatever, you know, that knowing that I inspired at least hundreds and hundreds of people to do something, you know? That's, that's enough, yeah. That's, that's enough satisfaction and, and for me just to know that, you know? So, I'm, you know, I'm very grateful for that. That's, it. That's you know, all the time, you know. Some guy just wrote me after, you know, just emailed me and he just wants me, he goes, I can't afford your paintings, but can you please send me just a sketch with your name on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So I told him, I said, so I, I, I felt, you know, I said, you know what, I'll, I'll do a little painting for you. What do you like? Said, My wife likes flowers. So I'm going to paint them a little flowers and stuff and send it to him, you know? Yeah. And just, you know, he's at my age. He's like 60-something. He says, I always, you know, want to paint. I always instill art into my daughters. And I, you know, and you know, a story I just saw. Just, I never write anybody. And it's just inspiring. Can you please? I said, yeah, no problems. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that's amazing, you know, man. It's just, it's just insane to me, you know. So yeah, the insane part to me is like when the, I was, I did a one man show in the in the gallery two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the uh, New York Times covered the the thing, right? But then that that show, the article came out. And I sold five paintings for five thousand dollars each, which was a lot crazy right? to me, you know? Yeah. And that must now be they got crazy. my babies in there for twenty five thousand, seventeen thousand. I'm like, I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so, you know, but they're all happy because they're getting, you know, they're getting a lot of publicity and everything, and uh, I'm happy for them, you know, yeah. because they get a chance on me. You know, it's tough to get into a gallery, you know. Right. I mean, I got into a gallery, you know, just basically because of Astor Place and and being friends with these people, you know, and just like. They watched me in my whole process, and you know, the deal was like, you know, he says, you know, something, you got something here, you know, people, I'm gonna bring it out, you know, you're gonna, I'm gonna put you in my gallery, you'll see what happens, and you know, the good things happen, so it was good, you know, I'm happy for them and happy for me, you know. Yeah. And, so, uh, um, yeah. as trying to like make a living off of art and things like that, uh, I have difficulty in myself pricing my work. How do you yeah, price I mean, your painting? I mean, that's why I had a very difficult part, you know? Everybody's like, oh man, that painting's worth $20,000, $10,000, you know? I'm looking at them, I'm saying, yeah, but you know, somebody asked me for a price, I'm not gonna, I, I feel embarrassed asking them for the Right, you feel bad, yeah. You know, so I sold paintings, and I, you know, the biggest one I sold, I sold for 2500 And I thought that was crazy, and he loved the painting and he bought it, so. All right, I said that, you know, I, I, but now, now, you know, 
now my price is five thousand. So I have to. I got to respect the gallery now because they told me don't sell nothing. That's it. You sell everything. You know, everything's five thousand. Don't don't sell cheaper than that. So, so I'm happy that they put that price out there. You know, it's just, it's on record now. It's on the gallery. You know, it's I got got the lawyer got the got the letter from the lawyer. They're all stamped, authenticized, and everything. You know, so so it's all legit now. So you know, so. Now, when somebody asks me for price of my painting, I tell them minimum five thousand. You know, I don't, I don't feel bad now because that's the price. You know, yeah, I have a benchmark. You know, so I mean, out of all this, that's probably the, for me as a career, that's probably the best thing to happen. You know, I already sold five paintings in the gallery for five thousand each. So yeah, it's on record. It's all there. You know, they're making a dossier for me now. So <laughs> so, you know, so we're gonna be ending soon. But I was wondering. Um, like as your final statement to people that want to do something that haven't done it yet what would you say to them obviously it's difficult you know you, you always you know you always want to do something you, it's hard if you went through years trying to do it but you know what i tell everybody it's 24 hours in a day you know i i, I pick one hour during that day you know for me it was yeah. for me it's lunchtime, so that's my time maybe but you, you get home at whatever, regular job, five, six o'clock, maybe seven to eight, you go down in the basement mm-hmm. and do something if you want to paint, you know, get away from everybody. Right. And don't listen to nobody. Just, you know, take an hour during that day and make that hour your time, no matter what, you know? For me, it's easy lunchtime. I go to lunch every time, one o'clock, two o'clock. So I get that hour. So I know that's my time, you know? So I think telling other people, make that... Take that one hour in a day. Find out what it is, you know, and, and, and just do that. Don't do anything else, you know. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Um, I'll definitely be visiting Aster next time I'm in okay. New York City. And get the word out there. Tell everybody. I will, man. All right, Great brother, stuff. Thank you. All thank right, you. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Capture. Make sure to stay tuned next week when I talk with another amazing artist, Alex Zirkus, signing out.